Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, Patricia Warby, Alchemy Therapies here and also myemotionalaudit.com. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about some aspects of the freeze response, which is one of the levels of the three levels of your neurological system which we all kind of can inhabit at various times in our life. And, and basically it's the bottom rung of your ladder, if you like. Uh, if you imagine that your nervous system has three rungs on your ladder, it's the one to which you will default when you are under acute life threat. Now that shouldn't be terribly important because most of us do not suffer acute life threat very often in our lives. Um, but unfortunately, um, this ancient system is having to come online more and more readily now because of other threats that are kind of happening in our daily lives that our body interprets as acute life threat. And in fact, they don't turn off. And so they become not just acute, but a chronic life threat states. Things like attachment wounds from childhood, where maybe you didn't get your needs met consistently or you were belittled or humiliated on a routine basis or you had to parent your parents because they weren't able to for whatever reason usually their own trauma um, you had a, a near miss accident or you had childhood illness which made you bedbound or had to be hospitalized uh, particularly if you were uh, bandaged or strapped in some way. Dental trauma works the same way with a gas or anesthetic will also force these states. Um, even vicarious trauma, being told uh, or witnessing something about someone else, uh, ha something happening to somebody that you need for survival, like your mother or your father or a sibling, so the death of a sibling or, um, or their chronic illness. Um, a sibling dying before you um, so that your your mother or father are in grief when when you're very little affects how they attach to you. Um, any sort of accident that's uncontrollable or unforeseen can trigger this state in, in adult life as well. So um, car accidents can often be, be that kind of a, a trauma, particularly where you didn't have preparation. So it was a sideways impact or a, a rear impact. And the body has to kind of deal with that energy. And because it, it isn't released in the way that your body needs, generally in the past, if we'd have been chased by a tiger, we'd have run to the tribe and they would have sat with us and we would have been able to tell our story and maybe we'd have been able to shake to release that mobilization energy from that near miss, that, that, that state of acute terror. And our, our nervous system would have been able to readjust and come back up that ladder into what the top layer, which is the social engagement system, which we now know is the one where you feel re relaxed and in flow and life is good. And you're able to actually function in a connected and integrated way with your brain being fully integrated. So the back and the front brain, and the left and the right brain talking to each other. And these states are very rare now. Um, we're living in a time of trauma. Um, 
you know, we have we have societal trauma, we have all the threat and the fear of, of contagion and of climate change and lack of community, which is going on under our noses right now, although there are aspects that are good and positive. But overall, the general narrative right now is one of fear. And so a lot of us are in states of acute death threat. Although that sounds a ridiculous statement, that is essentially what the nervous system is designed to do. It's designed to enable us to survive. And if it perceives that there is a threat which is ongoing, it will keep us in this low energy dour or hibernation state, the freeze response, for as long as it deems necessary. And this is where we get chronic long term conditions of low energy. Um, the most obvious one is chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh, fibromyalgia is another, which is more linked to uh, a primary symptom of pain. Um, and those are often uh, characterized by different kinds of emotional states. Um, emotions are often linked to threat because emotions are really a positive readout of what's happening in your life. And often the most threatening things for us, obviously, is not being chased by a tiger. It's, it's by people who we love and trust uh, abusing our trust in some way. And that can be uh, family members. It can be uh, relationships at work. Um, when people leave, for instance, uh, if we've relied on them, uh, when we're highly sensitive and we've got these past histories of, of maybe our needs not being met in our families of origin, all these things combine and they, they kind of create this ongoing chronic freeze response or hibernation response, which downregulates your energy. Uh, quite logically, if the body believes you are about to die, you do not need high amounts of energy for your immunity or for your digestion. And so it creates things like IBS and chronic infections. Um, uh, particularly in the skin and the ear, nose and throat. These are the, the ones that most people start with until they go deeper over time. And so um, there are, I have to say, ways out of this because I, I want you to feel positive about this, not, not overwhelmed by what I'm saying. Um, we're discovering now that there are ways out of these shame states um, because unfortunately when we go down into freeze, because it's such a low energy state and it's also one where we are encouraged to kind of collapse on ourselves. This is, this is how we're designed to be. And it feels very shameful, particularly if you've been a go-getter all your life and suddenly now you're unable to work or you're unable to function. But shame has a powerful positive aspect. Um, it's meant to align us with our tribe, with people who love and support us. And it sort of tells us that we're out of alignment, um, that's, that we need to reconnect with people in order to receive comfort and soothing and support. And many of us don't know how to do that. We, we don't have that comfort and support because we don't live in tribes anymore. We live in small, nuclear, somewhat dysfunctional families and communities who don't look out for each other as much as they, they would have done in the past. But shame itself is is something you can overcome with compassion and with understanding when you understand that everybody has some everybody has shame because everybody to some extent has some form of childhood trauma whether you've had a great childhood or a terrible one attachment wounds 
that are so common now because of the way we treat birthing, um, because of the way we school children, uh, because of the way we live, basically, often children are not emotionally supported in the ways that they need. And, and so overcoming shame with compassion and awareness is something that's best done with, with a, a safe, attuned other, somebody like myself or a, uh, a therapist or friend or someone that does not judge you and is not emotionally connected to you. Now, that's really important. So what you say does not matter in that, that survival sense to them. So the person you confide in, if it's a, um, a sibling or um, your mum or your dad, is, is often tricky because if they are emotionally connected to you, they're in the same situation as you, for instance, or if it's a parent, they're, they're judging you or they feel judged by you, then they're not the best people to feel emotionally safe with. And so that's where therapy can be really, really helpful with a, an attuned other person. Um, so shame can be can be transformed with compassion and self-awareness to understand that it's not your fault the way you are, that you learned these shame states from what happened to you and not having your emotional needs met. And anxiety, too. I've talked a lot about anxiety in the past, but anxiety is like a warning signal. Something's off here. Something's not right. We need to avoid this or that situation which in the past would have been the area in which you had this acute life threat. But of course, it becomes globalized to everything in your life after a while when you cannot seemingly connect with what the anxiety is or what you need to do. There's no way of running away from these chronic toxic stress situations that many of us live in. And so anxiety is the messenger, really. It's not the problem. It's your body's way of signaling that there's a threat ongoing to you that you need to resolve. And, and working with another person who can help interpret that for you and show you what's happening in your body and allow you to observe it gently so, so you don't judge yourself and shut yourself down is really, really key to overcoming anxiety. And I believe the best way to do that is through the body and I, I use a lot of psychosensory tools to do that so touch sight and sound um, and and the final thing I want to say is that hope <laughs> hope is such a powerful emotion and a lot of people end up in states of despair through their experiences and knowing something's wrong but not knowing how to deal with it and and so actually bringing someone through that kind of shutdown response into activation, first of all, allowing you to notice and connect with your body is so key to recovery. Many of us are highly dissociated from our experience um, because we're afraid. We're afraid we're going to be overwhelmed. And so having somebody else there to, to kind of guide you through from this freeze response up through mobilization, which is usually experienced as a sort of shivery, shaky feeling, sometimes temperature changes, tingling, those kinds of things. Um, that shows you that your nervous system is adjusting and coming up that ladder until you get into full connection, connection with your body, connection with who you are, connection with your life without fear. Now, this sounds a big, big thing, doesn't it? I've made it sound quite... Um, a, a big hurdle 
and it it is on your own it's a really big hurdle to climb but with someone else to guide you which is after all what we're biologically wired to do uh, be connected to other people uh, particularly our mum and our dad early on we can actually borrow their nervous system uh, the 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 groundedness of their nervous system the way they are with us in order to explore our own and that's that's primarily how I work is allowing you to feel calmed and soothed and then being able to tip in and out of your anxiety states to observe it and soothe it and when you start to do that you realize the anxiety is just a smoke signal it's not the problem itself the problem is likely to be a whole host of unresolved emotional memories in your body which have been um, absorbed and, and stored there from things that happened to you, usually in your first seven years. Uh, the first seven years are very key for the human uh, psyche because your, your thinking brain is not online at that point. But it can be anything in, in the first sort of 18 years, 20 years of your life. Um, and these things get stored. They get stored in your limbic brain, which translates to your body. And so we have these experiences which we haven't fully resolved. And it's amazing when you start working with people at this level and you start to see things just coming up that people haven't allowed themselves to feel for years. And it's not frightening when you're with someone who's grounded. It's actually revelatory and it allows you to recover and your body to get a new signal of hope um, instead of fear and shutdown. And your energy begins to rise because biologically you get new messages to the cells, which releases your mitochondrial energy supply. And so energy starts to increase as, as your toxic stress levels from these emotional traumas come down. And we start to see amazing results in just a few sessions with people which in conventional talk therapy just doesn't happen. I mean, it takes a long, long time for talk therapy to get to those levels of feeling. So um, if this sounds like something that you might benefit from or you're, you think you might know somebody who might benefit from this understanding, please, please subscribe below. Um, direct people to the various videos on my YouTube channel and the podcasts on Rebel Health Radio. And do get in touch. I'm always happy to talk all things emotional. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.